Hi, everyone. My name is Narika. And I'm Ayana. And, and we, we are Sister, Sister Stories. Stories. And you're listening to the Sister Stories Podcast. Welcome back to the Sister Stories Podcast. We are really excited to share with you that this month we have more than one featured storyteller. We feel super lucky to know so many amazing storytellers. Today, we are thrilled to introduce Sarah Pertle. Sarah is from Shelburne Falls, Massachusetts, and has worked her whole life as a social justice activist in a lot of different ways. I'm going to share those ways with you now. One of the many ways that she's worked as an activist has been that she founded a peace camp 27 years ago called Journey Camp. It's a place that brings young people actively into social change in an earth-centered way. This is where Ayana and I met Sarah Pirtle. She is one of our teachers. Both Ayana and I went to her camp as children. We were campers, and then we worked there as counselors when we were older. Sarah is someone who taught us about the importance of storytelling. But Sarah didn't just create Journey Camp. She's written five books, including An Outbreak of Peace, which was awarded Outstanding Book of the Year on World Peace for its work on changing racism. She's also made nine recordings of original songs, including My Roots Go Down. And have you ever heard that song, Earth My Body, Water My Blood? People sing it all over the world now. Sarah made that song up. This year, Sarah helped create a program called Respect for Girls, an international organization that includes girls from the United States and Sierra Leone. Oh yeah, and she's an interfaith minister in Cummington, Massachusetts. She loves the opportunity to bring people together in meaningful ways. The story she shares with us today is an original story called Talking with Dolphins. It recounts her actual experience at the Dolphins Plus Marine Responder Center in Key Largo, Florida. She wants all of you to know that the story actually happened just as she describes it on this recording. Sarah loves sharing a sense of what it means to be a part of a long line. Through storytelling, song, and all of her work, she likes to help young people sense that we are a part of a long, intergenerational line of people who care and work for social environmental justice in many different ways. Some of Sarah's heroes, although it was hard for her to name just a few, the women who she follows in the long line of amazing people working for peace and social change are Ida Wells Barnett and Matilda Jocelyn Gage. Ida Wells Barnett was an early leader in the civil rights movement, and Matilda Jocelyn Gage was a radical suffragist. I wish I had time to tell you more about these amazing women, but I will leave it up to you to investigate. You can find more of Sarah's work on sarahpertle.com or go to Sarah Hope Sings for 75 songs that she wrote. You can also learn more about Respect for Girls at respectforgirls.com. Com. With that, my friends, let's listen to Sarah's magical, true story. Welcome, Welcome. 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 
had a chance to listen to dolphins. I was sensing what they were asking when I was swimming near them. It was in Key Largo, Florida, along the ocean, in a place that protected dolphins. It's called the Dolphins Plus Marine Mammal Responder Center. It's the opposite of dolphins having to be in an aquarium, things like that. Instead, it was all outdoors, and as we walked along the boardwalk, we could see four different sections. They had just rescued two new dolphins. One had a bite out of her fin from a shark, and they had called her Half Moon. The other would suddenly move fast and then stop, and they were calling her the teaser. So you could see this area that was smaller, and they said they had a rule that you could not go in that area it was just for the dolphins, but sometimes they would let a person join them there. That's what happened to me. They said, maybe you can be really, um, really careful and respectful of these new dolphins, Half Moon and the teaser. And then when they're ready, there's a, a way that they can swim under the fence and go into the larger water and be with the other dolphins. I said, I'd love to give it a try. One of the things they asked me to do was to wear these long yellow flippers and then put on a face mask and a snorkel. As I jumped into the water, the two of them were on the other side, watching me, watching them. And I remember how the, the scientist had explained, if someone were to come to your house and they suddenly began to reach their arms out and and touch your face with their hands, it would feel terrible. So it's the same with the dolphins. See what they want, go slow. Well, first thing I did when I was in the water with them is I put my hands actually behind my back to try to invent a word in dolphin language. I wriggled myself up and down to say, I'll watch, I come over when you're ready. And only one was ready. And as she swam by me, I could see it was half moon and that she had scratches along her back, also from the shark. So she would swim around me and then swim away. And she was so large and long. And then she came around again. And this time she brushed my hand and then she brushed my face. And the scientist called, she's talking to you. She said, it's okay. It's okay now to reach out your hands. And so the next time she came around, I put my hands on top of her back and I stayed there and she dragged me and I went for a little bit of a tow ride. It was wonderful. But then I watched the scientist was giving me a signal. She made a big T and she explained, my time's up. The way they do it is you can only swim for half an hour, but you can come back tomorrow. And I did. In fact, they said I could have three swims.
Well, the second day, I was all ready. I put on my face mask and the snorkel and jumped into the water and was sure that the same thing was going to happen. Half Moon would come over, but oh no, Half Moon was staying on the other side. And it was the teaser who came first. And she came fast, and then she came another way, and this way and that way. And then she was like, what? She stopped right in front of my face and she opened her jaws. I was scared, but I said, I'm going to stay with her. I'm going to stay with her because when I listened to her, she's not trying to hurt me. Well, she reached her, her jaw down. She lifted up my hand. My hand was in her mouth, but she wasn't biting down. She was really, well, she was teasing. And so it felt like a dolphin handshake. And the scientist called out, she's tasting you. Well, just when I was trying to get used to this, Half Moon joined her and they were swimming together and they were swimming in a pair and they swam away from me. And then suddenly they both turned around and they slowly together, very tightly together, they swam right towards me. And I thought, what's going to happen? What's going to happen when they reach me and they each went on a different side? But they were rolling me. <laughs> I was in the middle of a dolphin sandwich. So they'd go around further away. Then they'd turn back, being really close next to each other. Back, back, back. And then roll me. I was wonderful. Until I saw the signal. T. Time's up for today. Ah. Well, all night, of course, I thought about them. All night, even in my dream, I dreamt of dolphins. And the next morning as I raced over, I said, I know this is my last swim. It's a different scientist, but I went over to the same spot and I started to go down the, the ladder. And this new scientist said, what are you doing? This is a section it's only for dolphins. You go over there and you swim with squirt. I tried to explain that the other day they had guessed and hoped that I would be really careful and they had asked me to help get acquainted with these new dolphins so that they could meet human beings. She showed me again the opening where they could choose to leave. And she said, why don't you stay on the outside there? And, and just try to lure them out if they like you so much. Well, what I did is I stood on the other side, but I said, in some way that's hard to describe, maybe it would be called mind stretch. I looked at them and I said, don't let anyone make you come out of your protected section until you're ready. And what they did is on staying on still on their side of this fence with the little opening, they began to click. It sounded like that. It was as if they were saying that they were hearing my message. And we were looking at each other. I had to turn because I knew that I couldn't go in and I knew that I only had 30 minutes. 
and I tried to get along with Squirt. Squirt had such a different personality. So I said to the scientist, I know there's not much time left. Could you just let me go in there and, and try one more time? And she said, okay. And I did this really careful thing of not getting like angry at her, but including her, including her in the including. So I went in and there they were, Half Moon and the teaser. Except they were somewhere, but they certainly weren't on top of the water all the other times like they had been. Instead, they were somewhere down in that ooey-gooey seaweed and here I am, not a really strong swimmer, and I'm trying to put my face mask in, but I can't see them. And then I'm trying to like use this snorkel and go down deep water to say to them, okay, I'll join you in your water home. And I'm sputtering and ah, it's so difficult. When one of them comes up underneath and she taps me on my chin, she's like lifting me up. I felt that what she was saying is, I see you're not a very good swimmer. Okay. I'll join you on top of the water and join me. She did. She turned herself upside down. She placed me on her belly. She gave me a belly ride. I tried to hold on to her flippers like I was on a toboggan. And then she curved and then I fell off. And oh, it was so wonderful. I came back up and all of a sudden, the other dolphin, and at this point I don't know who's who, began sort of smacking my shoulder with her flipper. And I had to move away and say, I don't like that. And all of a sudden I realized there's just a few more minutes and what, I don't want to say goodbye like this. And so I began treading water, doing the bicycle with my feet when one of them came up in front of me, right in front of me. And she, there's her beautiful old face looking at me and she's carefully putting one flipper on one shoulder and the other flipper on the other. You're hugging me. Okay, I'll hug you back. And so I put, oh, I put my arms around her thick body, thick warm body, and I looked her in the eye and there we are suspended in the water for as long as a breath. And then she went down in the water. And the other one came fast and then slowed down and she tapped me on my heart like she was saying to me, we love people, we love people. Will you tell the people that? story of the time I swam with Half Moon and the teaser. It was 30 years ago at the Dolphins Plus Marine Mammal Responder Center that is still there.